0: Yo, yo, yo! What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of On Your Mark. You already know what time it is, man. So excited to be coming to you guys again today. Um, just jumping into uh, just some good uh, information from the Word of God, uh, just to to help encourage your hearts and uh, get you to really live this thing out practically, man. I love. I'm. A, I listen. If you guys have have been a part of the uh, On Your Mark. Uh, crew here or uh, come to Unique Life Church or just been around us in general, you know, man, uh, we love life. We love enjoying life. We love uh, hanging out with people. We love loving on folks uh, and we love God. I mean, we really, really do love God. And um, part of our call from the Lord is to to help people live this, this Christian life uh, in a manner that is uh, first and foremost, uh, pleasing to God, but also with some real Insight and information on what that looks like, because uh, frankly, man, there's been some some misinformation out there, and uh, there's been a lot of things, uh, even within the 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 Christian circles and within Christian life, uh, that are kind of confusing. And man, how do we how do we do this stuff? Uh, So, if you guys have been around us for any point uh, or any period of time, you know that part of what we want to do is be practical, be real, uh, and give you guys some ways that, uh, frankly, we can live this Christian life in a way that honors God, but but also it's not so um, unintelligible or so so mysterious or so weird that we don't know if we're coming or going, man. I mean, how, how do we do this on a regular basis? So um, that's part of why we do what we do. Uh, and that's a, a, a big reason for the podcast. And uh, I want to just appreciate you guys for being a part of the podcast uh, and i want to invite you to uh to dive into it fully man get get the information uh get the insight uh, there's tons of series that are, are already out there and and we're drawing near to what what we're calling season one um and uh, we're going to be pumping out a bunch of episodes as we finish out this year uh, so we want you to be a part of that and and uh, we intend to go. Uh, continue to go bigger and better as we go forward. So uh, we are in the middle, in the midst uh, of a series called Triggered by the Truth. When we are diving into some uh, some real truths here, man, some uncomfortable truths, uh, and frankly, some that, that may be a little bit triggering. Uh, and And we laid out a lot of things in the intro of where we're going to be going throughout this series. So I, if, if you haven't already, I definitely want to encourage you to go back and listen to that. Uh, and then we talked about why we tend to defend ourselves when we get a truth that is pushing up against something, uh, a long-held belief or, or something that we've held on to for a long time. Uh, it can be somewhat triggering and we tend to defend ourselves. I'm not going to uh, do the review here because I want you to go back and listen to that that episode. If you have not, I think this is certainly uh, a series you want to do in order. You want to do the intro, then you want to do uh, episode one, two, and three, or not necessarily episode one, but you want to do uh, Trigger, the, the next one, uh, Why We Defend Ourselves. And then you want to do the one after that uh, where we talked about freedom from superstitions. And I want to speak just a, a few more moments on that before I go into our topic of discussion for today because we, we looked at the whole idea of superstitions and and kind of where they come from and how we deal with them and um and I fail to to give this point uh th- this biblical truth on it that that I want to leave with you here uh, out of the scriptures Paul is is writing to Timothy uh, and he says this in uh, in Timothy first Timothy chapter four he says in verses one and two and then I'm gonna jump down to verses seven through ten it says the Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience have been seared as with a hot iron. Now, that's a very, very, very strong statement, um, but it is a biblical one. But it's a very strong statement because a lot of times, what, what and I believe what Paul is trying to, to um to get across to timothy here is we got to be very careful because of how these things come in man that that, kind of sneak in and then all of a sudden and this is what i think is very poignant that we need to be careful about is these weird teachings a lot of times we get them from people who are close to us because of how sneaky the teachings are and how they sneak into our ideas and our way of doing things um Paul said that the spirit clearly says that in the latter times some will abandon the faith. And I don't believe they're talking about grandmama or mom or dad. Well, we kind of get some of these weird things, but but the 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 idea is this this prevailing teaching that's around is trying to infiltrate our teaching. So we have to be careful about that. We have to be um really in tune with what's what's going on but he says such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience have been seared as with a hot iron and in other words this these outside forces these people who have been seared and and have, have seared themselves off have cut themselves off from the truth they're they're hypocritical liars they want to infiltrate what we do so the reason I want to mention that is because I want to give the idea that it's not necessarily uh your preacher it's not necessarily your teachers it could be I want to be careful there it could be but but not not intentionally not necessarily those folks not mom and dad but but there's these these outside forces that are doing everything they can to infiltrate what we believe so that they can steer us off center so that they can they can insert a a falsehood into a truth and and kind of pull our thinking or i or i or our ideas away from god so we got to be really careful about that and paul is very clear on that and then he jumps down in verse seven and says this and this is this is really uh important for for our thoughts in our teaching as we go forward. It says, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. Have nothing to do with godless, godless myths or old wives tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promises for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. This is why we labor and strive because we have put our hope in the living God who is the savior of all people and especially of those who believe. Watch this. Command and teach these things command this is paul talking to Timothy as Timothy is pastoring and preaching and teaching he says command and teach these things what things we don't need to have anything to do with godly godless myths and old wives tales rather we need to train ourselves to be godly that is so important for our purposes in this series and frankly in life and in every series because what we're going to talk about today, what we've been talking about in this whole idea of triggered is we need to be able to discern, is that a godly teaching? How do we discern if it's a godly teaching? We have to train ourselves in godliness. We have to have nothing to do with godless myths. And and I always go back to Something my pastor talked about when he used to work in, in a bank, and I, and I thought it was so poignant, he talked about uh, their training in counterfeit money. He said when they went through the class of counterfeit money, uh, it, was, uh, why it was noticeable and, and very glaring that in their training on counterfeit money, there was no counterfeit money around. Uh, And and he said they trained them on the real thing. They trained them what real money looks like, what real money feels like, how how real money reacts and behaves in situations and circumstances. And it says somebody asked the question, well, how do we know how to spot a fake? And what they said was, if you know what the real thing is, then you won't have any problem spotting a fake. And that was so poignant to me because that's exactly what. What Paul is commending to Timothy here, train yourself in godliness. So when somebody throws some nonsense at, oh, you broke that mirror, you better go pray. Wait a minute. I need to go pray. Yes, but it ain't got nothing to do with that broken mirror. Oh, black cat, cross your path. You got to be careful. That means bad luck. No, it does not to me because I've been trained in godliness and in my training for godliness, nowhere, nowhere, have I learned that those things, those old wives' tales, those superstitions, those step on the crack and and, and and break your mama's back, those splitting poles, those knocking on wood, none of that have I came across, none of that counterfeit stuff have I come across in my training for godliness, so I don't have to go by any of that. And we're going to be using these scriptures to really kind of jump off of as we continue through our teaching and our thoughts and our ideas, because today, man, today I want to hit you with something else. I want to hit you with something else today. Today, I want to ask you a question. What's your sign? There was a song by... Uh, a guy, fat fat man, scoop, I believe, and has a song called "Put Your Hands Up." And in that song, he he cries out, "What's your zodiac sign?" Now some of you jumped up and went to dance. Let me let me stop, cause that ain't what we're trying to do here. I'm gonna need you to sit down and lock in here. Here we go. No, <laughs> no, I I kid, but 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 the question, "What's your sign?" He asked, "What is your zodiac sign?" And people started yelling, or not necessarily people, but if you know if you're in the club and all that, folks started yelling out their sign and all of that stuff. And and I want to speak to that today i want to speak to that today because because a lot of us christians are being led by being influenced by being um taught and and informed by a zodiac sign yeah yeah Uh, a a a zodiac sign and i want to talk about that for 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 just a a little bit today i remember i remember here's why here's why it's so important that we do this i remember i was in a barbershop and a uh, long time ago, long long time ago, I had my boys. They were pretty young, and uh, we were in the barber shop, and um, and they were talking. I, I, I don't know how we got in this conversation, but if you've been in a barber shop or a beautician, you totally totally get that's that conversations come up out of nowhere and they go sideways really really quickly, and it's just really really interesting. But for today, for some reason, they were talking about. Uh, you know, being a country boy and being out um, in the woods and you have to be careful of snakes and things of that nature. And uh, I fancy myself a country boy. I, I'm I'm not I'm not purely a country boy because because I enjoy some of the, the nicer inside things. But but I grew up in the country and things of that nature. So it was it was intriguing to my ears because I understood that I understand what it means to be, you know, out in the woods and, and things of that nature. And they were talking about snakes and somebody said, man, you got to be careful when you out there. In the country, out there in the woods and in the sticks like that, man, cause you don't want to fool around and get bit by that two step. And uh, you know, it perked my ears up because I'm trying to figure out. I had, I you know, again, I've been around the country, so I've have heard of uh, the, the mythical two step snake before, you know. And uh, and somebody said, yeah, man, you gotta watch that that two step. You fool around, and get bit by that two step. You take two steps and you die. And 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 oh my goodness! By this time now, I'm country boy. Now I grew up. Uh, spent a lot of time out in Sharon, Mississippi, Country Boy. Uh, and I had heard about this two step. But by now, you know, by now I've grown up and, and, and got a family. I got kids, got a couple of my sons right there with me, getting ready to get, get haircuts. And by this time I had been to, to the university and had had learned a few things and and uh and and everything in me was telling me to keep my mouth shut. Everything. But but I'm sitting there thinking, now come on, now I can't, I can't rightly. I can't rightly just sit by and 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 let people have this misunderstanding, this misinformation. So so I spoke up against my better judgment. I spoke up and I said, "Man, ain't no such thing as a two-step." And 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 one of the prevailing voices, because you know every barbershop got the the local wisdom guy, the local hero, the one who is more learned than everybody else that everybody else listened to, and that particular guy. Happens to have been one of the barbers at the time, and he spoke up. He said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, that's real. You didn't been out. You've been out the country too long. You didn't fool around and got educated, and 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 you didn't messed up and and forgot where you came from. That's real. And and man, <clears throat> I will never forget." how everybody in that shop just kind of turned their attention towards me and the look of derision the they were oh he oh he he didn't got educated and smart he think he knows something he didn't forgot where he came from now that two step is real and I'm thinking to myself no no man um but but I quickly learned I quickly learned in that moment no no this is not the time to uh to talk this is not the time uh to to try and uh, imprint knowledge because they're they're too overwhelmed and imprinted by the prevailing voice in the barbershop, and the prevailing voice in the barbershop is saying that a two-step is real, and 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 we know, I know that that is absolutely not real because uh, among the most poisonous snakes in the world is. Um, the black mamba and the black mamba is not even in america the black mamba is in africa and even if you're bitten by a black mamba it takes some 45 minutes before you pass out and it takes up from seven to 15 hours before you die if you don't have treatment but none of that information is important right now because the prevailing voice in the barbershop said that if you get bit by that two-step you're gonna die now now we in mississippi and and i don't know where this myth actually originated from and i'm not even gonna say that somebody didn't get bitten by a snake and actually die after taking two steps but if you just think about it for a second what you realize is that maybe if the person got bitten maybe maybe it was such a jolt such a shock such a surprise maybe it was so startling that they had a heart attack and they passed out and they eventually died i mean there's a number of different reasons why this may have happened but the point of the matter is there's no no such thing as a two-step now why am i telling you that story because what we believe deeply shapes our behavior what we believe and how we behave what we believe what we really hold on to actually shapes our behavior and we got to be so careful about what we believe and that brings me to what i really want to discuss just for a few more moments today is this idea of zodiac sign i'm gonna say it right off the bat and if it's triggering i invite you to go back to what we talk about investigate And then really look into the information once you get information on it, when you realize what's actually true, then judge accordingly and adjust accordingly. But I'm going to say this right off the bat. Zodiac signs and what we're actually told that they mean, there's no scientific basis behind it and there's no biblical basis behind it. Now, now I I said it. Now, let me let me give you some some information because I don't want to just say something and, and, and just be putting it out there. But but here it is understanding this and, and you can d- do something as simple as google this stuff wikipedia to, to just get basic information now you can go as deep as you want to figure out where it all came from and and i invite you to because again like i always say the, the truth doesn't need defending right you, you just got to do the do the work to to really find the truth um but in western astrology astrological signs um are the 12 30 degree sectors uh, that make up the Earth's 360-degree orbit around the Sun. The signs emulate from the first day of spring, known as the First Point of Aries, which is the, ver- the, the vernal equinox. The, astrolog- the astrological signs are Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces. All right, the Western zodiac signs, uh-oh, originated in Babylonian astrology. And were later influenced by Hellenistic or Greek culture. Each sign was named after a constellation the sun annually moved through while crossing the sky. This observance is emphasized in the simplified and popular sun sign astrology. All right. You can just that's just general information you can get. Now, what do we get from that? All right. Culture and living uh, has it like this. Aries, competitive but insecure. Taurus, loyal but stubborn. Gemini versatile but but impatient cancer passionate but uncommunicative leo confident but uh dump dominating uh, virgo perfection <coughs> excuse me perfectionist but self-critical libra empathetic uh but indecisive what else scorpio intense but secretive sagittarius spontaneous but flighty capricorn goal-oriented but unforgiving aquarius philosophical but detached pisces whimsical But oversensitive. Now, now I'm not I'm not going to read all the stuff that they have under this, but but I want I'm going to read the first one, Aries, just just to make a point here. Aries, competitive, but insecure. Listen to this. There is nothing in Aries cannot achieve once they set their mind to it. No mountains too high. However, you will also find them. Uh, nursing a hidden imposter syndrome that can chip away at their confidence if allowed free reign. I, I want to read one more because I want to give you a little bit of a contrast. Taurus, lore, uh, Taurus, loyal but stubborn. Loyal to a fault. A, a Taurus scene is, uh, is the most reliable person you can have in your corner when the chips are down. However, they have a stubborn streak. Uh, a a mild wind and and can a mild wind and can hold a grudge like no one else so make sure you don't cross them now why the reason i want to read those two to you is i want to draw a little bit of a comparison and a contrast because here's the thing if you identify as an aries and and i'm not trying to be weird there when i say identify as an aries What, what i mean is if you subscribe to the idea that that i'm an aries and and because i'm an aries then this is what it says about me. It's really easy. If you're a Taurus, it's really easy. If you're a Gemini, it's really easy to hold on to what they're saying, whether it's really descriptive of you or not. If you're an Aries and all of a sudden, no wonder I'm so competitive. What are you competitive in? Well, you know, I like that. you'll begin to adjust around what they're saying. If you're a Taurus, you'll begin to adjust. You'll find yourself, yeah, that's why I'm like that. I'm so loyal. But yeah, I can be a little stubborn or something. Like you'll find yourself adjusting to that. And honestly, everyone can find something as people describe these things where they fit into. It's just that you gravitate towards the thing that's said about your particular sign that you gravitate to that you hold on to and and I got to be honest with you the way they write it man these these writers are really really good they are really I'm going to say it they're really really crafty to really draw you in and and what I really want you to understand about this is when you subscribe to it when you really subscribe to these things and you believe them then you adjust to what they say it is not even that that's who you are you've adjusted to what they've said about you remember Remember my story about the two st- the two step the, the two step snake. It's not that the two step snake is real. It's just that I believe it so strongly that now I'm careful when I go out into the woods. You don't know a single person who's been bitten by a two step. Not a single person. You that you haven't seen it. You haven't witnessed it. You don't know anybody that's. But you believe it so strongly that it shapes who you are. And what I'm telling you is about these signs, man. When you believe it so strongly, that's why it has impact in your life. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because you know it's my profession. I I'm a Christian. I'm a pastor, and I believe the word of God. I'm gonna say this: if we're gonna believe what some human wrote, what a man wrote about where you are based on a sign based on where the sun happens to be based on when you're born if you're going to believe that so strongly that it shapes who you are why not believe god why not believe the bible why not believe what it says about us and what it says about who we are man we have to be so careful about this stuff now here is what the bible says about these things and i'm not going to read all of it but you know, that you can you can easily go and get questions answered about this. You can go to godquestions.com and just type in some questions about these things to get some information. It says the Bible teaches that God arranged the stars into recognizable groups that we call constellation. The Bible mentions three of these: Orion, Bear, uh, the, the crooked serpent uh, there's Job nine and nine, Job 26, 13, Job 38, 31 through 32. There's Amos five and eight. There's more information in uh, Job 38 and 32. Just talking about, uh, these constellations, revelations five and five mentions about that. The Bible also says, um, that the stars along with the sun and moon were given for signs and seasons to let us know what the times and the seasons are. Genesis one and 14, God uses the stars as an, uh, uh, illustration of his prominence to give Abraham a, an immutable seed, Genesis chapter 15, verse 5. There's more talking about uh, how God, God's accomplishments and who he is. Isaiah 13, 9 through 10, Joel 3, 15, Matthew 24 and 29, and on and on and on. And also, there is the what the Bible says about utilizing the stars and the suns and the astrology to... Well, for divination and and uh, to try and predict things and, and going over uh, the top and and using those as a a sense or source of worship versus God. It talks about it in Jan in, in Daniel one twenty and Daniel two twenty seven Isaiah forty seven thirteen through fourteen Deuteronomy eighteen ten through fourteen Deuteronomy four through nineteen Second Kings um, seventeen chapter 17 verse 16 these are examples of of what we are not to do and and i gotta tell you this is where this whole idea of zodiac signs fall in as to what we are not to do to allow where the sun is and where the stars are and the constellations and the signs to dictate our behavior and who we are and how we're loyal to folks and how we're passionate about things and how we're this and how we're that we're not allowed to to do that as christians we have to to be careful. Um, the the, the Bible talks of at Psalms 19 and 1 specifically, um, and then there are others, James 1 and 5, and, and Psalms 119 and 105, but Psalms 19 and 1 talks about the heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the wonder of his hand. We are to, we ought to be so in awe of who God is and so in all of how. He paints a new portrait in the skies, how uh, the stars are so far away from us and millions of years, like uh, millions of years, uh, light years away from each other. Yet there are so many. It declared the heavens, declare his glory. It speaks of how awesome and how glorious he is. It speaks of just the wonder of who he is. And, and get this, get this. We're looking at. At, at the stars and at the moon and at the sun and we're seeing how brilliant God is and we're supposed to think not let me utilize that to to find out something about me no 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 we're supposed to think let me look at that to realize something about God he is so awesome he is so mighty he is so holy he is so watch this powerful he did all of that and him the 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 universal supreme ruler of the entire universe knows me by name, thinks about me, cares for me. So so we're not to utilize the stars and, and the skies and the signs to to shape who we are. We're to utilize God to say, man, He's so awesome. Let me let Him shape who I am. Let me follow. If he did all of that and he knows my name, he cares for me. He directs me. He has that kind of power. Let me allow that to to shape who I am. I'm not going to allow what what somebody wrote about a sign about how I'm supposed to behave because I was born in a certain month. I'm not going to allow that to dictate who I am. I am going to look at the almighty ruler of the universe, the powerful God that I serve and recognize he loves me And that is what I'm going to yield to. That is what I'm going to give my allegiance to. That is what I'm going to give. uh, That is what I'm going to lay down my life for. He is so awesome. Look at his power, man. Again, guys, what we believe shapes our actions. What we believe shapes what we do. What we believe shapes how we behave. And if we're going to believe anything about the stars, the moon, the the sun, if we're going to believe anything about that, we need to believe that there is an all-powerful, almighty ruler of the universe who stepped out of nothing, into nothing, spoke and everything was. He holds, he upholds the world by the power of his word. That's what we need to believe, that he's in charge, that he is mighty, that he is powerful, and we bring our lives through that belief under his submission, un- to submit unto him. I'm telling you, that will change everything. And when we believe that, when we look at how awesome the heavens are and recognize that it declares the glory of God, man, it puts us in the position to believe in his ability to take care of us and it gives us the ability to trust in him now now no matter the situation no matter the circumstances no matter what what month it is no matter what month i was born jesus is lord god is god of all i trust him and i know that he can bring me through i'm telling you man it changes everything no longer do i have to be bound by a particular month by a particular activity because of what month i was born in by a particular spot where the moon happens to be no longer do i have to be bound by any of that i am free by the fact that god upholds the universe by the power of his word and one word from him changes everything in my life and it don't matter what month it is it don't matter what day it is it don't matter what year it is it matters that god is god of all I'm telling you, man, it changes everything. So I want to challenge us, man. And I know it can be hard because sometimes we're so, uh, what's the word? Sometimes we're, it's been so much a part of who we are, so much a part of our life and so much intertwined in everything that we do. But I take you back to Timothy, man. Listen, we, we, we are not to be governed by those things. We are to be governed by the word of God. And when we learn When we learn and understand better, then we put ourselves in a position to do better. But not only that, we put ourselves in a position to receive better from the Lord because what we believe shapes our actions. And when we believe truly that God is God of all, that he loves us so much that despite the sun and despite the stars and despite the the moon and, and the constellations, he loved us so much. That he sent Jesus Christ that he might die on the cross for our behalf. Now, now the sign don't matter. Now the month don't matter. Only thing that matters is that I yield and submit my life to Jesus Christ. Now, now I, it it is the glory of God. is his strength and his majesty displayed in the heavens that I know is on my side. That type of strength is on my side. That type of power is on my side. God loves me and I've accepted Christ. So I submit my life to him Now, Now we can move forward because what I believe shapes my ability to trust. What I believe shapes what I do. And I'm telling you, man, when we get this down, when we figure this stuff out, don't just be triggered by it. Learn of it and make the right truth decision. Because the truth is the truth, whether we believe it or not. Listen, man, I pray something has been said today that will be a blessing to you. I pray uh, that you do, do your own research, man. Go into it. Look at it. The Bible is clear. I gave you tons of, uh, of scriptures and things of that nature. Um, but I want you to walk in the truth because the Bible says that the truth will set you free. We don't have to be bound by any of the wise tales. We don't have to be bound by any of the, 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 the zodiac signs. We don't have to be bound by any of those things. We trust God. The heavens declare his glory and he knows our name. He loves us. So we yield. We submit to him we honor him with our life we believe him because of how glorious how great how powerful and how awesome he is and because we believe it shapes our activity it shapes our trust in him it shapes what we do and what we do is we honor the almighty king man look again i pray something's been said that'll be a blessing to you let me know how we can be a blessing to you if there's some particular thoughts, ideas, issues that you have. Man, reach out to us, man. We have our uh, Facebook page there at On Your Mark. Uh, Also, uh, you can go to Unique Life Church if you need to reach out to us that way. If God has lent on your heart to be a blessing to the church so that we can continue to do things like this, let us know. Again, UniqueLifeChurch.org. You can reach out to us, uh, and we'll just be so excited. Hey, if you're in the area, come and join us for service, man. We get started every Sunday at 10 a.m. We meet at Malco Grandview here in Madison, Mississippi, and we just be delighted to host you. Man, I can't wait till the next time uh, when we can get on our marks together. Until then, know that I'm thinking about you. Know that I'm praying for you. God bless you. God keep you, and I love you.